and welcome to episode 7 of Keep On Living. My name is Jack. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to hang out with me and hear and listen to some some new perspectives and some new ideas. I'm really excited about today's episode. Um, I have to be open though. I have to be honest with you. I am now very frustrated. Um, this is take two of filming this podcast. Um, I just went through an entire uh, podcast and apparently my phone was not filming. Uh, so that is just awesome. I think that just shows me I might need to upgrade in my technology. Uh, it, it may be in my equipment, but we'll do it again. Now I've, I've got one practice run under my belt. So um, what I'm going to talk about today, um, I really don't want to talk too much about coronavirus today. Uh, there hasn't been too much development. Um, really today, it was either today or yesterday, um, CDC came out with um, new a new recommendation uh, that if you're outside you should be wearing a mask because um, they what we're realizing is social distancing while yes it's a great idea it doesn't necessarily it's not the most realistic thing in the world especially when you're like at a grocery store um, you're it's not the easiest thing in the world to be six feet away from somebody at all times um, so that, that's just kind of one of the new recommendations that they've got out there um, you know nothing else totally new I do I am going to connect um, kind of the ideas of today's podcast with coronavirus and in what um, is going on and in what we're what I'm seeing um, so yeah let, let's kind of get into that so this is going to connect um, with the blog post um, the loss of control so that came out four days ago um, it's a quick read it's about a five minute read um, but what I talk about there uh, and I wanted I wanted another disclaimer here and I talk about it in the post but I want to make sure that I talk about it here and I'm, I'm, I'm I want to make this very very clear and I'm going to be very serious about this. I don't know everything. Um, I, I am not an expert um, on everything that I'm going to talk about. And a lot of this is going to me be me kind of spitballing ideas and, and me just giving hypotheses uh, and me at least observing and letting you in, um, at least letting you see the world the way I see the world a little bit. Uh, this is uh, oftentimes, I will never I will never, ever, ever um, claim to be an expert on something that I am not. Um, what I'm going to talk about today, I am not an expert. Really, it's going to be me talking about an observation that I've had and me uh, trying to talk through that uh, on the podcast. So that'll be a fun little way to kind of get through this together uh, and just and think about some new ideas. Um I'll be honest, this will probably be one of the shorter podcasts that we have uh, because I don't have too much to elaborate on. I don't have too much to talk about because I don't know either. I don't know the answers. Um, so let's just kind of get into this. So so like I said, the what I'm going to talk about today is control. Um, what I have realized over the past two to three weeks is that control is extremely important in all of our lives, and, and I don't care what type of person you are, this is a very important piece of your life, whether you know it or not. Um, so so the reason I wanna kinda of connect this with coronavirus, you know, right now, off, a lot of us are in quarantine, or quarantine. A lot of us are on these stay, are in these stay-at-home orders kind of across the country. I'm in one right now in Ohio until May 1st, so um, Governor DeWine extended it. Uh, it was supposed to end in two days, now it's ending on May 1st. Um, so, uh, we, we, we are at a point where we don't have an option to do anything. We don't have the choice to go bowling. We don't have the choice to go, uh, let's say, uh, walk around, 
you don't have the choice to go to a movie. You know, you don't have a choice to do these things. Were you going to do them anyway? Absolutely not. You weren't going to the bar. You weren't going to a restaurant because you don't want to. A lot of us don't like that stuff, um, except on, on, a, on a very rare occasion. Oftentimes, we're trying to look for excuses out of social situations. Um, but right now, we don't even have that option. We don't have the option to say no. We just are told no. Um it's weird. It's it's a very weird time to be alive. It's a very weird time to to be an American because when I say, you know, be a, be an American, this kind of cuts at the very fa- fabrics and the very fibers of what it means to be an American. To to grow up in the United States, you are told you have choices. You can do what you want when you want to do it. For the past, I would say 50 to 60 years, I would say everybody within the United States has Everybody, 95% at least of everybody in the United States has really been able to do what they want to do when they want to do it. It's been a freedom for a very long time. It was supposed to be a freedom from when the country started, but it obviously wasn't. Um, and you know, until we have a civil rights movement, movement there were there was still injustices. There were still um, issues that, that that we needed to resolve. Um, but for the most part, for the past half a century. We've been able to do what we want to do when we want to do it. And this shift, this change it is, is unprecedented. That we are, we were living in such a free society to now where we are living in an absolutely non-free society. It is a bizarre place to live right now. And it's starting to bother people. It is starting to uh, kind of cut into people's brains a little bit. We, for a while, you know, you can handle it, right? You can handle it for for four days, for five days, for a week. But you start, you know, creeping up on ten days, two weeks, three weeks. People start to realize that this isn't necessarily what we've wanted, and, and when you really start to think about it, it's not what we like. We as humans do not like not having control. And, and, what I, and when I say control, I don't mean controlling everything that we do. I don't mean every single tiny little action. You're not a micromanager. But having the ability to make big decisions as to what you're going to do that day is something we enjoy. It's, it's a right that we all have, and that right no longer exists. Uh, you know, you can say, oh, you still have the right to do whatever you want. Things are just closed. That takes away your right. That, that takes away your right to, to, to choose what you would like to do. It's a very, very weird place to be living right now. And, and I don't know what to do about it. I, I don't. And, and you, you know, what you're going to say right now is, you know, Jack, you talk about, you know, you can only control what you can control. Absolutely. I totally believe that. You know, I, I talked about on the last podcast, um, the gyms are closed, so you can't work out. Well, you know, you can still do push-ups and squats and, and run um, outside, but you had the option to go to the gym before, and now you don't have that option, right? And it, it's 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 upsetting, and it's concerning to people. Um, it's concerning to me. I, I'd be lying to you if I said that I am above um, everybody else's opinion as to, as to these options and this this ability to have control. I, I, I don't like it either. I don't think anybody likes it. I don't think anybody likes not being able to choose what they're going to do each day, and it's starting to eat people up. It's starting to eat people alive. I've been paying a lot of attention um, to the content that's being posted on TikTok and Instagram. It's something that I talk about a lot, how I, I pay attention to people. So I've really been paying attention to the content that's been being put out on these social platforms, and it's changing. 
It's changed over the past week. People want to go outside. People are going insane. People are going crazy because they're stuck inside. Yeah, you can go outside. You can take your dog for a walk, but eventually he gets tired. Eventually you get tired. I've gone on runs for the past like 10 days. My calves can't take it anymore. They're, they are blasted. They they are. I can't do it anymore. Um, I've been trying to you know, play basketball in the backyard with my younger brothers. I couldn't do it today. I was absolutely exhausted. It's because I'm a washed up, you know, nothing athlete, but, but I, I it was exhausted. At, at some point, the repetition wears off. And that's kind of why I think it's maybe, you know, at that 10 to 14 days, you can only do the same thing so often. You can only repeat your actions so often. It, it starts to eat at you. It starts to bother you. It starts to upset you. It's not natural. It's not natural to do the exact same thing every day and that's starting to bother me. It's starting to bother a lot of people. How do we fix it? This is where I'm going to say I'm not an expert. I don't know. I don't have the answer. Because at the end of the day, we're probably doing the right thing. Now we can start talking about, you know, is the cure worse than the virus itself? That's a discussion. I, 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 I dispute people who say that that's not a discussion. It's at very least a discussion. If we start talking about economics and stuff and, and we talk about you know unemployment rising by 1%, what's that going to do to deaths across the country, deaths across the world? We, we can at least talk about it. I, I'm absolutely open to having that conversation. I, I think that I might agree with a lot of that. Um, is there a way that we can maybe quarantine um, the at-risk people and, and let everybody else kind of go out into the world to do something for the economy? I think that that's a I think that that's a reasonable solution. But that's not what that's not the world we're living in right now, and that's something that we can't control. And it's bothering us. It's bothering me. This ability to not do what we want to do is starting to rub people the wrong way. Because it's not how we grew up. It's not how we've lived for the past 50 years. For a lot of people, for the past 100 years. This is the first time that they've said, you know what? You're not allowed to go outside. I think this is the first time that baseball won't be played in the month of April since, I think it was like 1883. That's unbelievable. This is, this. when we go in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, this will be a full chapter in a history textbook, it might be an entire textbook. We are living in an unprecedented time. And yes, for the first 10 to 14 days, you know, it's cool. You can put it on Instagram. It's starting to get real. It's starting to get really real. And it's not, uh, it's not great for people. You know, I said today, the CDC told us, you know, all go wear masks outside. Um, by the way, if you go look at my TikTok at Juco Jack, um, I actually put a TikTok out today uh, that shows you how to make a homemade mask out of an old T-shirt. Kind of fun, kind of cool. Um, you kind of make your own designs, so definitely go check that out. Um, but yeah, the CDC is is telling us to wear masks outside. If you would have told me, what is it? It's April fifth now. It's twelve thirty in the morning. April fifth. If you would have told me on March first. That in a month, the CDC is going to really recommend you wear masks outside? I would have laughed in your face. This is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. But there is good out there. And I want to make sure I point this out because I was reading about it today. Um, company called Lululemon. 
I'm sure you've heard of them. Um, Lululemon, the athleisure brand, um, high quality products, unbelievable company. Um, so I, like I said, it's April 5th. They have pledged to pay their employees through June 1st. That's two months. And they've already been paying them since stores have been closed. I think stores have been closed for two weeks already. So you're looking at let's just call it two and a half months if the stores remain closed till June 1st, two and a half months of paid labor when you're not getting labor in return. Um, I watched Calvin McDonald, their CEO on CNBC the other day. I, I, I would be very interested to see where this guy is, where he takes this company in the next 10 years. If I was a major investor, I would be putting a lot of money um, into Lululemon. Look, Again, I'm 20. Don't follow my investing advice. I'm an idiot. I'm not the best investor in the world. But if I were just looking on the surface, the the companies that succeed, the companies that are healthy, the companies that will come out of this pandemic in good position are companies that that, that focus on long-term branding. This is something that I know decently well. So I'm a sales guy and I'm a marketing guy. Um, um, I get marketing from from Gary Vaynerchuk. He, if you guys haven't listened to Gary Vaynerchuk or haven't consumed any of his content um, on Instagram at Gary V E E, he is one of the most unbelievable people you will ever listen to or watch in your entire lives. I'm sure you've already watched him. I, I know. I'm sure I'm speaking to the choir at this point. Um, but this dude is unbelievable. I started listening to his stuff probably oh about a year and a half ago. Um, maybe close, actually closer to two years now um, since I started watching and listening watching and listening to Gary. So uh, great guy. Uh, he kind of sparked my interest in marketing. And I've kind of really dived into that. So what I've learned is these companies that really focus on long-term branding right now are the ones that are going to come out on top, right? So so a piece of long-term branding is taking care of your employees, right? You know, if you, if you market it, to um, customers saying, hey, you know, we're a family company. We we are a company that cares about people. Um, I, I am a firm believer. I am a firm believer that companies, while yes, they exist to provide for their customers, for their clients, at the end of the day, companies exist to make the lives of their employees better. They are there to provide an income, provide health care, um, provide something. You know, you think about it. If you're a nine to five employee and you spend your entire life at one company, you're spending an extremely large portion of your life at this company. I would I would argue that you're spending the majority of your awake hours with this company. So you want your life to be good, right? I really think that if you if you you know get down to the core, companies exist to make their employees' lives better. Now. I don't own a company. I don't own a business. Um, I, I, so I can't really speak to it. I can't say, you know, this is what you should be doing. I know just from my dad's experience, you know, my dad's owned multiple small businesses, um, now works for a bigger company, um, but he's owned multiple small businesses. He worked in this office while I was out in the living room um, listening to all of his phone calls. So I was kind of ingrained in this, um, or it was kind of ingrained in me. Uh, from that perspective from seeing that happen, I've realized that companies really exist to make their employees' lives better. And a company like Lululemon that is providing for their employees throughout a time of crisis, that company deserves to be rewarded on the back end. 
And I really hope that they are. I really hope that people understand what they're doing and, and how unbelievable they're they're treating the situation because it is it is something that that people really need to recognize. Now, not every company is in a situation like Lululemon was. I was like I said, I was watching Calvin McDonald on CNBC. They had a billion dollars in cash on their balance sheet at January one. So that kind of set them up to be ready for this. But I talk about me, you know, being open-minded and continuing to learn, right? So they have stores in China that they had to close before they closed stores in North America. He was talking about how valuable that experience was for them in North America because they were allowed to learn from that experience. They were allowed to learn from what was going on there. And they've applied that knowledge to another experience in the United States, in Canada. And that's allowed them to be much more prepared for the situation, which is great. <sighs> I kind of went off on a tangent there. Um, I kind of, I know this this podcast has not necessarily been the most focused um, of anything. I, I, I what I'll what I'll say, kind of to wrap up here. You know, the, the loss of control that we have right now is is when we when we look back on this, it's it's going to be shocking. It's going to be really shocking. And because if, if you were to tell me on February first that we would lose control over what we were allowed to do. That's a scary place to live. If you were to tell me a year ago that this would happen, I would be very interested to see what the backlash of that announcement would be. If the government came out and said, hey, by the way, in a year, for six weeks, you're not going to be allowed to do what you want to do. I'm not quite sure how that would go over. And I'm really interested to see, you know, most of these, you know, statewide stay-at-home orders are ending within the next three, three and a half weeks. I'm really interested to see what happens in two weeks. And I'll be really interested to see what happens when we get to May 1st and they say, you know what? Now you got to stay inside till May 15th. Thank you so much for listening to episode seven of Keep On Living. I know today was a little bit weird, um, you know, second recording, so I was a little bit distracted. Um, I really do apologize for that, trying to be open and honest with you guys. The first one I feel like was better than the second one, but I at least still got some content out there and I at least still got some um, of my message across. If you haven't yet followed us, or followed us, um, I'll say us because it's the podcast. I, if you haven't followed us yet on Instagram, that is at kol.pod. Thank you guys so much um, for hitting that follow button. Um, you can also check us out online, kolpod.com. On TikTok, I am at jucojack. Um, for any of you on YouTube or any of you that are listening to this podcast, thank you so much. I, I know that not very many people are watching or listening right now. Um, the loss of control post um, that went out four days ago has four views. So to all four of you, thank you so much. I know it's, it seems like a small number um, if you're watching this, but truly that means the world to me that four people are taking time out of their day to actually uh, read and, and, and consume my content. That, that really means the world to me. So any of you that are doing that, any of you that are watching or listening right now, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. That is a genuine thank you. That is not just me trying to get you to like or comment on this. I, it is a genuine, genuine um, appreciation for what you're doing for me. I, I know that there's not a ton of people consuming this right now. Honestly, 
I'm just really excited to see what happens in the next 10, 15 to 20 years. Hopefully when I'm still doing this and I'm 40, 45 years old, I can look back and say, wow, that 20 year old kid was an idiot because everything he said was wrong. <laughs> that would be, that would be really cool. Or I can go back when I'm 30 and I'll look at this and say, Hey, he actually knew what he was talking about. So we'll see. I'm excited. Um, again, thank you so much for listening to episode seven. My name is Jack Hendricks. I am at Juco Jack on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you so much. Have a good one. 